What's up, guys? This is the Laidback Podcast. I'm your host, Seth Grow. I'm joined here with my co-host and best friend, Curtis Lamb. Curtis, what's up, man? Man, we are live in studio across from each other. I can give you a high five. Yeah. Listen to that. Hey, so today is a special episode. I know we didn't exactly have one come out right on our normal time, but it is Father's Day today. Even though today's not actually Father's Day, we're doing it for today. Um, I got my father here uh we're we're gonna do a couple little quick games gonna have some fun play around a little bit and then uh and then we'll go into some some uh topics of of fatherhood and and where us in our lives uh differ and and have um different livelihoods dealing with fatherhood and 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 that aspect of it so without further ado let's get going sure no problem you want to tell them what your father's name is? Oh, I should. <laughs> I don't know. Do you want me? To... This is my. This is my dad. His name is Craig Grow. <laughs> How do you do? I am out here in uh, Radio Land now. I guess. Welcome, welcome to the Layback Podcast, Craig. We're happy to have you, man. You got you grabbing your hammock over here. I am laid back, man. I am chilling. <laughs> right. That's what we like to hear. All right, so we have since it's Father's Day, uh, we have I have a couple of games here that are gonna test the knowledge between father and son, and so I got some answers from Greg here, uh, some things. So Seth, I'm gonna ask you ten questions, oh. and you have to try to determine if you know the answer that your father said. Mind meld. <laughs> All right. First question: Who is his favorite son? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I, I have an answer for that. <laughs> I'm sure you do, but we're not going to release that answer. Uh, the actual question is, does he like Italian or Mexican food? Oh, he likes both, but I'm going to say... I'm going to say he probably eats more Italian than Mexican. That is correct. He said Italian food. Okay, okay. So far, one for one. We like it. What is his favorite color? Ooh. He might not be the favorite son after this one. <laughs> he probably doesn't know. Uh, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess. Blue. Oh, I, I almost said green. It is not. It wasn't green either, okay. though. Craig, you want to let him know what it was? My favorite color is actually red, even though. I'm colorblind and I can't see red real well. See, I ruled out red. Because, because that's he's that's exactly what I was thinking. Oh. I said he's not going to say red because I've always liked red ever since I was in grade school. You just don't know what red is. I, I just can't point it out real well. My wife will say, "Hey, look at that red flower over there." When you found out you were colorblind, did it come out of the purple? Come out of the purple. What does that mean? Usually, the saying is comes out of the blue. But since oh. you're colorblind, oh. you don't have to <laughs> I mean, it is Father's Day, so I figured a dad joke would be, uh, would be right up the rain there. <laughs> but anyway, next question. Does Craig like hot dogs or burgers more? Oh. We had some tough questions here. Tough one. Oh, those are... I can tell you this. He eats more hot dogs than burgers. But I don't... Oh, man. I'm going to say he likes burgers more than hot dogs. Ding, ding, That's ding, correct. Ding. Two for three. <laughs> but he definitely eats more hot dogs than burgers. I wonder if it's because hot dogs are smaller. Yes. You can eat more. Like, I, I think I can put down six in a sitting pretty, I mean, pretty easily. I think so, part of it has to do with Big Franks is a big, big thing in, in the oh, Adventist realm. Michelle loves Big Franks. And, uh... And so that's kind of a normal thing. Me growing up in our family, Big Franks was something that was always yeah. there. And they didn't really have a really good option for a substitute burger. So we so we did veggie wings. Yeah. So, so for those of you that don't know, these are two different types of vegetarian. Uh, I'm not going to even say hot dogs because they're nothing like hot dogs. They're just a... I don't know, something else that you could put on a bun and pretend like it's a hot yeah, dog. But they don't sizzle like a hot dog. They don't crunch like a hot dog. There's nothing you could put on that makes them taste as good as a hot dog. Just a little note. we uh, I was in a Pathfinder club. If you don't know what Pathfinders are, it's kind of like Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts together With at the same time. And we had a non-Adventist father along <laughs> on a camp out. And he sees us opening this can. And... 
out of this can pops hot dogs. He goes, that just is not right. You do not, not, you do not get hot dogs out of a can. <laughs> That's what you say, the spam dogs. <laughs> okay, next question. Where does he like to eat the most? Oh, Dan, I don't even live near you. Uh... I don't. I don't even know where you eat. Uh, I know that I'm gonna say Giordano's, but that's just because. Oh. Just because I don't exactly know where he eats. How close was he on that? You were pretty he close. He was very close. Because that was his top two, but he went with Lino's. Lino's mm. is a good option. <laughs> he knows what Lino's is, and it's and it's Italian. Yeah, so. but no, you were. You, if we were given like half points, I'd give you a half point. Yeah. But we're not, so you got it wrong. Um, do, you, do, you, do you think he likes sunrises or sunsets more? Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say sunrises because he can be by himself a little bit more in the morning. I don't know. You got it right. <laughs> he said he's a he's a morning person. He likes yeah, to get up early he, and he enjoys he's always, that. He's always gotten up early and 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 uh, ever since I was young, he's always gotten up early and and he has his his me time during that time. Oh, there we go. Yeah, mm-hmm. three for five. Back on right now. If you're a baseball player, you'd be in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> so we look at it. all right, chocolate or fruity candies. Chocolate, chocolate. That's what chocolate. he said. Yeah, four for six. Domino's or Pizza Hut? If he had to have one of the bad pizza chains to eat from, which one would he eat? He's gonna go Pizza Hut. Yes. Do you know why? He does not like Domino's. Well, he said there's no more Domino's really in Rockford. He's put them all out of business. Uh, oh, I <laughs> there, didn't even know that. There isn't. They've practically eliminated them. Uh, just so everybody knows, my dad lives in Illinois, and I'm in California. So it's been a while since I've been. How often? How often do you guys Skype a, a week? We have a good tendency to do once a week, okay. but every once now and then every it's other every week. other week. Yeah. So, so you still have an opportunity to finally get to know them. Oh, we know each. Oh yeah. We know each other, but I, I would say to, so. You're you only got two wrong. <laughs> when it comes to stuff around Rockford, around oh, where you're lives, talking about the, the, yeah. The, the, the yeah, the logistics of what's happening in the yeah, town. Yeah. yeah. No, I got you. Because right now we're going to be going to question eight, and you've only gotten two wrong. Yeah. That's pretty good. I'm doing good. Mountains or beaches? Which would he prefer? He likes both, but I'm gonna say mountains. Oh, I like it. That was no hesitation. He just yeah. he's on a roll right now. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Last two favorite Bible character. Oh, I I have no idea. There's that you should have given me a choice. On that. <laughs> I can give you a choice. Okay, give me some options. All right, uh, Daniel, David, Moses, Jonah. Daniel, David, Moses, Jonah. I had to say them all pretty quick I'm so you didn't say, know. I'm going to say Moses. It was Moses, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say Moses. Yeah. I tried to go as fast as I could so there was no thinking, <laughs> and you couldn't say, okay, put more on that. <laughs> all right, and does he like pie or cake more? Pie. Man, right on. Pie. Eight out of ten, 80%. Yeah. That is a. Uh, did you did you know he was going to do this well, Craig? I figured he would. Yeah? I really did. Were you surprised by the answers he got wrong? They were pretty tough. No, I wasn't. And he. the. The Linos got half a point pretty much for that. So I'd say you got nine and a half. Uh, or eight and a half. To say yeah. um, I'm not surprised, because him and I are very similar. similar. Yeah. In that aspect, okay. Mm-hmm. Where if if we weren't if if we weren't father and son, we'd be good friends. No, that's true. <laughs> okay. All right. Next section we're gonna do here, guys, is so that was the first part of the how well they know each other, and I think they did pretty well. Um, so it's always a fun game. If you guys have, um, like, your dad around or an influence in your life that was a male figure, maybe kind of fun to do this with them. Maybe put up some questions, you know, maybe you answer them and see how well they know you and back and forth. It, it's, a, it's a good time to not only get to know each other maybe a little more, but it's a, it's a fun game to bond with. So yeah. uh, another game we're going to do, and everyone's heard of Family Feud, and so we're going to skip all the hard ones, and we're just going to go right to the fast money round that fast everybody money. likes. Involves teamwork and working together. And so we're going to see if the Gros here can get the 200 points and win 20,000 Curtis Lamb bucks. Ooh. Yeah. And you might want to know what that, that gets you. I was going to ask, what does that get us? Well, if you win the 20,000, we'll find out. They're a lot like Shroot bucks. Shroot? 
Schrute? I don't know what Schrute is. You guys have ever watched The Office? Dwight Schrute has his oh, own currency. I know what The Office is. But... It's not worth much. <laughs> <laughs> so. Okay, so we have we asked Greg to step out for a second. We got Craig. Craig. We have Craig. Did I call him Greg a yeah, couple you times? Greg. Greg, sorry. We have Craig. <laughs> Uh, stepping out for a second, I'm going to ask Seth these questions here, and then we'll bring Craig back in and then get his answers from as well. All right. So, Seth, I'm going to ask you five questions. The timer will start after the first question. Okay? 25 seconds. 25 seconds on the clock. All right. Are you ready? I think so. All right, here we go. Name something a, a dad might refuse to use when he needs help. Uh, uh, a pair of scissors. <laughs> Name a superpower that an overworked father might find useful. Uh, flying. Name a cliche gift a father might get on Father's Day. Uh, tie. Name something a father might do to look younger. Rogaine. Name something a kid might want to build with a father. Legos. I have no idea what to answer on the first one. Okay, Craig, um, we just went through Seth's answers, and uh, good news and bad news. Good news is, there's lots of points left out there for you. <laughs> bad news is, Seth only got you 66. And so, I gotta get 134 to get oh, to $20,000 Curtis Lane yeah. bucks. I, I, I don't think these answers are correct, no. <laughs> Says every contestant. Yeah. Oh, okay, man. so you're going to get, Seth, if you want to work the timer for us on this one, that'd be great. 45, right? 40 seconds. Or 45, you can pick. I don't really... It's up to you. We're, make the timer up as we want. I'll do 40. All right, so you get 40 seconds, Craig. If uh, It'll start after I read the first question, okay? If you okay. say an answer that Seth has said, I will say, eh, eh, and okay. you give me another answer. Okay. If you'd like to pass and come back to one, just say pass and we'll move on. Sure. Okay, any questions? Nope. All right, ready. folks, here we go. Craig's going to get 134 points here and uh, bring home the $20,000 Curtis Lamb bucks. <laughs> All right. Seth, after I read the first after question. You read the first question. All right. Name something a dad right, might refuse to use when he needs help. Uh, his wife. Name a superpower that an overworked father might find useful. Superpower an overworked father might find useful. Skip. Name a cliche gift a father might get on Father's Day. Ty. Uh. -uh. uh Shave, smell at the aftershave. Okay. Name something a father might do to look younger. Uh, colors here. Uh -uh. Um, uh, shave his head. <laughs> uh, then name something a kid might want to build with their father. Uh, car. Car? Okay. All right. So, not too bad. Not too bad. All right. So, name something a dad might refuse to use when he needs help. You said his, his wife. wife. That was not on there. So, you get zero points for that. Seth said... <laughs> I said scissors. She said scissors. <laughs> Seth's answer for that one was scissors. Number one answer is a map. Oh. Uh, then somebody's help, mobile phone, directions, a compass, you know. Um, so, child's help. So, those were the top answers in that one. A map would have got you 50 points. So... Um, I, I'm, I'm thinking we did not... <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Name a superpower that an overworked father might find useful. You passed on that one, so you never made it back. But the number one answer was freeze time with 50 points. What is freeze time? Freeze time. Be able to stop, stop time. time. So you can work on things oh, and not okay. run out of time to do things and things like okay. that. Um, Seth said the ability to fly, which got him two points. But he, he, he had told me that he had watched Family Feud. And we it just, was the number one answer on one of them. We just watched <laughs> Family Feud the other day. And they asked the same question. Yeah. It was the really? number one answer. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Unfortunately, I'm sorry to tell you that. Where did you they, get these questions from? They probably don't They probably don't interview the same 100 people. <laughs> <for everything. laughs> I'm just saying. They probably broaden their horizon. Um, this one I thought for sure you guys would get. Um, I was really shocked. So name a cliche, a cliche gift that a father might get on Father's Day. Seth said a tie. Got him three yeah, points. Yeah. You said cologne. Yeah. Aftershave gets you 14 Socks Ooh. was the number one answer with forty six, and then tools. You know, you know why we said tie. Why is that? You guys don't wear socks. My during, grandpa during Christmas, his dad. <laughs> oh, my dad. His yeah, dad. Craig's dad. 
Craig's yeah. dad every every year would get a tie for Christmas, and he'd shake it and be like, "Oh, this is my tie," and so <laughs> so it's, that's why we both said tie. Oh well, that's a good story, but it didn't get you. It was point. the cliche got gift to my points? family. Well, you got seventeen out of it. That's not too bad. All right, then name something a father might do to look younger. You said haircut, right? What would you say shaved, after shaved his head? Shaved yeah, haircut. Yeah, that got you twenty four points. Ooh, pretty good. Number one answer was a row game with forty. So, but not too bad. Um, name something a kid might want to build to the father. He said Legos, which got him 21 points. You said a car, which gets you 10. The number one answer was a treehouse. Hmm. Uh, that's a good answer. Treehouse, which would have been 30 points. You didn't get enough, but we'll add up your points real quick here. You got 10, 34, 48, and that's it. So 48 got, points. So you got 114 Hey, and let's let's never go on the family feud. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that that the reward isn't isn't worth anything, anyways. So. Well, I guess you'll never get to find that out. <laughs> um, but anyway, guys, I appreciate you guys playing and just sharing a little bit of no, things that, um, that you guys get to do with us, fathers and son. And I know um, I enjoyed it watching it um, because uh, it's always special when you get to get to do something with your dad. For sure, you know. And, and speaking about that, you know, speaking about doing something special with your dad, I want to ask you guys a question. You know, just kind of taking a different turn here on the on, on the on the on the podcast. What to you is the difference between a father and a dad? Well, a uh, father is someone who has a child born. Um, a dad is someone who's there for the for their kid. Someone who's willing to be there for his first steps someone who's willing to be there for his first day of school, uh, be there for when he breaks his arm or when he gets in a fight or when he gets his heart broken by a, a, a young girl. Um, okay. He's, he's there for, for building the car, for doing Legos. Turning down scissors for the next So I'm going to, Greg, do you want to add anything to that before I have a well, follow up here? Sure. Anyone can be a father. Mm -hmm. You can father a child, but that doesn't mean you love that child. That doesn't mean you're going to be there standing by the child's mother to support that child. But if you're a dad, you care. You will be there for support. You will love that child. So so I, I, I like the word you used there where you said, you know, you love that child. And I said, I agree with points of yours, mm -hmm. um, but so I want to ask you a follow-up question on yours. So you said, you know, obviously it's going to be uh, being there for your child, available, right? That wasn't my, f I didn't really finish everything, but that's fine. We moved on quicker than. <laughs> okay, okay, go ahead. Would you like to finish your thought? No, we already, we already went through no, Well, I'm just going to ask a follow-up. Is yeah. there any, and I think this will give you a chance to expound. Mm -hmm. Is there anything else besides love and just being there that, could make you a good dad for example and i'll give you some examples just to give you guys something to think fathers that are in the military that mm -hmm. are overseas and maybe they're not there for those birthdays or those important events or fathers their parents are divorced and maybe they live in different states and so while they can't be there they still call them and check in on them so are there other aspects where different contexts where you can still be a good dad even though necessarily you can't physically be there i think i think so i i think Obviously, presence is, is, is a big, important thing. Mm -hmm. But uh, like you said, military families don't exactly exactly have that all the time. And then separated families, that can be difficult as well. Um, but I, I do think that um, within, within the family and uh, in, in the eyes of, of what a family is, father, mother, child, um, I think... The dad is also important when it comes to learning lessons and being able to teach uh, some of the hard lessons in life. And that's a part of, of loving your child, For but sure. loving them in a way that, like, even when it comes to discipline, like knowing how to properly discipline your child in the, in the right way is is something that, being a father, you, you may not quite get. get. For sure. um, being a dad, you, you, I can imagine, I, I'm not there yet. You guys are there, um, or have been there. It still are there, but 
Um, I have my training wheels on. Yeah, you got your we, training We haven't quite hit the... I have an 11-month-old, so we haven't quite hit the uh, the challenging part of raising a child yet. I, I have a point I want to make. I like everything that my son, is Seth, is saying, but you s- say you know how to discipline a child or whatever. No, you don't. Being a dad, it doesn't come with a guidebook. You learn as you do it. And you make mistakes, believe me. Yeah, no, I, I believe that. I always, Absolutely. It goes to the saying where there was like, hey, we want to wait till we're ready to have a child. And there was a saying that says, you're never ready to have a child. No matter how much you prepare, you're not ready until it happens. And, and, and that's a great point, you know. I think a lot of it you do learn as you go. And I think a lot of guys start out as fathers. And then, you know, we all, as soon as the baby's born, we're a father. Mm-hmm. And then it goes to that journey that we take to, to determine whether or not we become a dad. Become a dad. Or we just stay father. a father. So, like, my, with my family, my parents got divorced when I was, I don't know, I was 10 or 11. And so my dad lived in Wisconsin. We lived in Florida. You know, and so, like, we didn't have necessarily that physical aspect of it all. You know, he worked a lot and things like that. And so there wasn't, there was a lot of lacking there in that department from him. Now, fast forward where we are now, he's realized that he's missed a lot of that time mm-hmm. and he's made the mistakes. And, and, and my dad is from China. And so a lot of its culture is a lot of different than it is here. And so for him, being a good dad or father was making sure bills were paid. Mm-hmm. You know, I had everything I needed. And so while we were divorced, we never, you know, we were, you know, he, he did the best he could, you know, things like that. Um, but for him, a good dad was just providing. Mm-hmm. making sure things are and now fast forward he's realizing hey it's it's about so like for me if i had to describe the most important thing in a relationship between father or son father or daughter whatever it is it's time mm-hmm. you know we talk about love which is great you know love is great we talk about being there physically for them and that's why i asked the second question like hey what happened to those are but it's time are you taking time to call your son like you guys i love that you guys talk once, well, or, once I, every I sh- two weeks or something i was just gonna say boy did i wish i had skype Back, oh. back in the year, man. Yeah. Um, I mean, now both my sons are at a distance. But, man, is it great to see them and talk to them. Yeah. I mean, that is the highlight of the week. No, no, no doubt. I, I believe that. I believe I believe it's it's great to see them. That's why I said it's, it's all about spending that time. And then as a father, so any of you guys out there that are listening, you're thinking about becoming fathers or are fathers, Keep working on that journey. Keep researching ways to improve. Ask your father for advice or ask other men for advice. But the biggest thing for me was growing up was I had a lot of elders in my church mm-hmm. that looked out for me. Mm-hmm. They taught me how to you know, do my tie. They taught me how to, to do this or how to change a tire or things like that. And it was a big influence. And so like, if you have that sort of in your life and you're like, hey, listen, maybe the three generations before you were just awful dads, awful fathers, and you want to break that chain, find out how you do that. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, go ahead. Did you feel left out from not having a father figure with you all the time? Did you well, feel like you missed a lot in life? Well, I was a middle child, so we always feel left out. Okay. Being a middle child. I was a middle <laughs> child, too. <laughs> they, always, they always forget us. They don't care about us. Um, but no, yeah, I think so. You know, you look at um, when you have church, things like that. Um, there's events where there would be like father-son events where you would have to. We did one at our church, and it was like we had to race. And they feed their dad with the the bottle filled with apple juice, right? Uh-huh. My dad wasn't there, so my mom had to do it for me. She did. My mom did an amazing job raising three of us, working two jobs, uh, making sure we had everything we needed. Uh, when my dad my dad was out of the picture uh, for a little bit, he went to prison for 10, 10 years or so, and so there was he was no longer able to provide like he was for us. And so my mom did a great job filling those gaps at cool. the best she could. Nice. My grandpa helped out a lot, but there were still moments where you're like, man. You know, you watch a movie, and the dads, we watch mm-hmm. Andy Griffith all the time. Mm-hmm. So I'm watching Opie go fishing, and I don't have that. And so, yeah, there's definitely moments where you don't, you know, you, you, you miss that. But what that does is, for me, now it tells me what I'm going to make sure that Evie's going to have, my daughter. Mm-hmm. You know, she's going to make sure, my I'm right now with my work, the way I'm doing, I'm preparing my work-life balance to make sure my life balance is always going to be better than, than what it was for my dad. I know so many times I have friends that have grown up and um, they had a bad family life when they grew up. And then what happens is it turns around and the thing repeats. And it's only you that can change that. Yeah. You and 
a prayer life with God, I would believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. The example, the, the example that God gives us, you know, speaking of that, you know, the Bible talks about Enoch. And if you read the story of Enoch, he got his life changed when he had a child, you know, things like that. So I'm assuming, you know, when my, when I had a child, my life changed. When you had, um, when you had Seth, your, your life changed, obviously. What are some, I'll ask you if, you know, you don't have to share all of them, but like, what are some challenges that you faced, uh, becoming like a new father? Well, you can't spend money on just yourself anymore. <laughs> you have to supply for the needs of that child. You want that child to, um, how do I say, grow up knowing that he's loved, that he's cared for, that his needs are met. Some child, or children I should say, are neglected. They don't get their needs met. The parents scream at them. And they're just a nuisance to them. And so, but you, of course, Donna and I were different. (laughs) Um, We didn't, when Seth was born, we didn't let um, things hold us back a lot. If we were big into volleyball back then, we took Seth to the volleyball court with us. And we said, who's ever not playing the ball <laughs> takes care of the kid. Yeah, yeah, no. And so, I mean, sure. you can make it so that, um, yeah, you feel restricted or you can take and change the whole aspect of it. And yeah, we, we have that at church events. Uh, so my wife will be up front doing some of the class and my arm was hurt so I couldn't hold Evie. And then I would just watch her float around the sanctuary, like from, <laughs> That's from cool. family to family, That's she's cool. just bobbing around and, and doing things. So I'm going to ask you here now, this is a very important question. Uh, we talk about challenges, right? And you talk about you wish you had Skype back in the day. Yeah. Did you guys do the cloth diapers or regular diapers? Because we got cloth diapers, and so it was like, oh, they're great. You still have to buy diapers. You just wash them. And I was like, to my wife, no, we are not doing cloth diapers. <laughs> I I, th- I thought cloth diapers went out when my parents were <laughs> diaper no, we, kids. We got some, and I do know some people uh, that uh that that yeah, that have used them. No, my. Um, we used <laughs> throwaway diapers. We used the throwaway <laughs> diapers. Um, when I was born, my mom used to wash the diapers out in the toilet. Yeah, but I I thought that it, no, it was I, still around, but yeah. it's not very much used anymore. No, no, it's not. It was just funny when I got those. I was like, no, that's 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 not happening. So we talked about you know um, some things. And Seth, we're gonna get to you here. If you have things that you want to jump in and ask, feel free. I'm, um, I'm just chilling. Just chilling. Okay, cool. We'll, we, I do have some things for you, but one more question for you, Craig. Um, you know, we talk about all the excitement about being a father, right? All the things that, how it changes our lives and things like that. But I do want to know, rec- um, not recognize, yeah, recognize the fathers out there, the dads, that make sacrifices. Mm-hmm. Um, and once again, I'm not saying that mothers don't make sacrifices. I'm not saying that they are not as important as the father in the relationship, but we is father's day. So I'm just, I'm asking this here from a father's point of view, what are some things that you've had to sacrifice to be a good dad as opposed to just a father? Wow. I know it's a heavy question. <laughs> we were, we were good kids. So you didn't sacrifice. Well, t- <laughs> tell, you what, tell you what, Craig, we'll let you think on that for a second. I'm going to ask that <laughs> question here. So can you have a favorite moment? That you've had where your dad has like supported you in something oh, that maybe man. he doesn't know. So that's that question. There is is there's not a, a single answer to that because dad has in my life been absolutely supportive of many things. He's he's always been he's always been the father to take me out, go fishing, go hiking, spend time not together. Enough. Not well. <laughs> We never, it's never enough. Like we always wanted to go, but, um, not, but when it comes to, when it comes to, I mean, even this, even this podcast, my parents have been great. Like just, they're like, Oh, we listened to the, the latest episode. We're, (laughs) we're, we're following you. Like I've been, I've been super blessed here and here and since we've gotten to camp meeting, um, I have gotten so many reports from my family, um, just, we're so excited and it's just so much fun to hear you guys talking and, and, and hanging out. So like he's, he's always been supportive in, in school and projects, photography, where I work, like 
he he doesn't miss a beat when it comes to supporting me. So I've never felt not I've never felt not supported. So, they, you, there's yeah, you would say your parents are your be- your number one fans. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I would I would say you're blessed, man. No, there, I'm there, so blessed. There's a lot of a lot of kids that that don't have that or didn't have that growing up and, and you wonder and you look at their lives and you wonder like man if that kid did have that maybe he would have had the cure for cancer so or maybe he had something you know I've, I've had to witness that firsthand moving moving outside of my family and seeing like being around people who didn't have the family that I had I thought that's what family was and I'm not saying it's not but um thought family was like that my family was always together always having fun always joking around laughing at each other like laughing at themselves like we just have fun with each other and uh when i moved out of from my family it was very eye-opening to me to to see what dysfunctional families look like it was i there's things that have happened that i'm just like how can you say that? How can you do that? That's your that's your your father. That's your sibling. That's your mom. Like it's like I would never I would never imagine being able to even fathom that idea that you've just done or, or acted in that way. Like it's right. it's it's different. It well, I really I hope. Yeah. No, I get you. And, and I don't a lot of times the families I don't know if they're dysfunctional, but they're mainly families that don't have a strong foundation. You know, like a lot of times, they're, the the parents raising kids are still kids themselves. Anyway, Craig, do you have an answer for us? All right, you're gonna have to. Seth bought you some amazing time here. You're, you're gonna have to guide me through this. Sure. Yeah. Give me give me an example that you're thinking is a um, sacrifice. Okay. For example, like, um, so I'm gonna have to use like like my mom because my dad really wasn't in the picture. For example, she sacrificed maybe going back to school. To work multiple jobs for us kids, so we can she could raise us, you know what I'm saying, things like that. So it was a sacrifice for her because she didn't maybe didn't get to follow her dream of doing what she wanted to do because she had to work so many jobs, or maybe like, maybe there's a dad that, for example, you see athletes all the time, right, mm-hmm. that play in the Super Bowl, at, at the risk of missing their first child's birth. I can't say that I would probably play in the Super Bowl. I would probably go see my child be born. And I know a lot of people would be like, "Oh, how could you do that? You're letting your teammates down." Because family is right below God for me. Family is everything. And so, like, if my wife is there, we've gone through this through nine months so far, and I'm going to leave her at the grandest stage. And they talk about how the Super Bowl is the grandest stage. Well, that childbirth is the grandest stage for the journey that we've gone this time. So I'll sacrifice that mm-hmm. to be there for that. So just something along those lines. May, if you don't have one, that's that's fine, man. I, I'm, I'm not – I can't really say I've sacrificed a whole lot. I mean, I've worked all my life to support them. I didn't make it to every event that they did at school, but I made it, I took time out to make yeah. it to Donuts with Dads, mm-hmm. and I, I took time off work for that. I, yeah. I mean, I can't say did that. Did you ever there's... sacrifice, like, maybe there was a pizza left, one slice left, <laughs> and you wanted it, and they are like, Dad, I'm really hungry. And I didn't give it to them. Yeah, exactly. So you probably <laughs> sacrificed some, some Lino's pizza or Lino's lasagna. At some point. <laughs> <laughs> Not that big a deal to me. No, so that, well, that's great. You know, you've, your outlook that you have is where it's not a sacrifice for you. It's so easy for you to be, be that dad that it, you're not, it's not even a sacrifice. It's just, it's just what it's, it is. It's just normal. It's just how you are. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. And I think that goes to, how long have you been a dad for? Well, 20, how old are you? Oh, yeah. A year, you're 31 <laughs> or two? Oh, no, she, 30, which one? 32? 32. 32. Okay. Okay. Gonna well, be 33 this I year. I mean, he was born in 1990. Yeah. Okay, okay. We'll give it to you. That's better. I watched this uh, father on like, Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel show. They were asking this one dad. I felt so bad for him. They were asking him, like, his kids' birthdays. He couldn't get it. He had four kids. And, and one of the birthdays was, like, the day before. Then he was asking, like, their doctors. He didn't have any. And then the, the mom came up, and she was rattling off their best friends, their doctors, their dentists, <laughs> like, like, like everything. And the dad was just, like, shrieking. <laughs> and so it's cool that you, that you know the day. But um, so, like, it, so you talk about, like, where it's not a sacrifice, but you've been doing it for so long and so great at being a dad because of what Seth said. 
that is just second nature for you. Yeah. You know, which is cool. It really is. I think he's been one of the most ultimate examples in my life for, for me to follow as I'm a, as, as my persona as who I am. Like he's very humble. He, he, he does things for people all the time. And I've always respected that and admired that. And I had strive to be that way for people. I'll mm-hmm. bend over backwards most of the time. My wife will tell me, you're letting people walk all over you. Um, she's she's helped me learn some situations when to say no. And and uh, But he's, he's definitely been a major influence in that aspect of being able to Watching sacrifice him, yeah. without without even thinking of himself. For sure. Which brings me to my next question, Seth. The spotlight is now on you. <laughs> so now that you've seen a great example of what a father starts as and then becomes a dad throughout that journey, what are some things that you're excited about? I know you guys aren't having kids right now, but I'm, you know, we talked, it's in the plans at some point, depending on, you know, timelines and futures and things like that. Well, we don't have to get into that, but I just want to know, like, what are some things that you're excited about um, being a, a father or dad? Like, um, oh man. I I don't know what to be excited for. Does that make sense? Like sure. I just in the same sense as like as people tell me all the time you're you're never ready to have a kid. Like I'm not sure what to be excited for. I just know that I'm excited to have a family and to 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 I, lead in the same example as my my I'm going to tell you is. one thing not to miss out on. Don't miss out on your child's birth. Be there. That is the absolute coolest thing you've ever seen. Yes and no. Yes and no. (laughs) So, and I'll tell you why in a second here. (laughs) I will say, like, one of the things I was excited about was holding Evie Mm -hmm. first, before my wife. Because we're competitive. And so I hold that over (laughs) her head all the time. I I whisper, when when I would rock Evie to sleep, I'd say, don't forget, Daddy held you first. Mommy oh wasn't there. Mommy wasn't there for what you, Kurt. But Daddy was. Oh no, it's it's okay. It took literally two months for Mommy to be the favorite. Like now, I am not the favorite. I needed all the help I could get. Come on now. Um, but so you talk about you know like, and I you know it's the greatest thing ever. So like my experience was not the greatest thing ever. So like we so Evie was born July fifth, two thousand twenty-two. Okay, so we still had uh, COVID mandates at the hospital. Uh. And so not so much for like me and Michelle, but having visitors there. And so we, we checked in, Michelle did 33 hours of labor. Um, and we were sitting there, you know, just kind of chilling. I had like a Panera chicken sandwich or something going on. It was like leftover from the night before cause it was early in the morning. And then all of a sudden the doctors rushed in and they said, Hey, listen, your, your child's heart rate is elevated. We need to have an emergency C-section like oh, right now. Boy. And within 10 minutes, our worlds were upside down. Like she was being prepped for surgery. They were rolling her out of the room uh, towards the, the OR. And uh, they said, you have to wait here. And I was alone for 10 minutes by myself mm. and just crying, just bawling my eyes out because I didn't, it was, you know, my, my baby's heart rate's elevated. It's an emergency where they have to cut my wife open. C-sections are not always a for sure thing. They're dangerous, you know. And there's no one there for me to comfort me. Sure. And so I get, like, a traditional thing is exciting. I haven't been able to experience that yet. And then when we get in there, I make sure I tell everyone, like, listen, I can't see any blood. I said, if I see blood, I'm down. <laughs> like, it's, it's, that's it. It's a wrap. Like, that's it. So, like, so we're sitting there behind the curtain, and, like, you know, we're hearing the heartbeat monitor. And, like, I'm hearing the heartbeat monitor go, so I look at the guy, I'm like, hey, man, I'm trying to tell you how to do your job, but is that normal? Like, should her heart rate be that high? And he's like, oh, we would probably give her something. And my mind was like, hmm, that's not a great sign when when I'm telling you that we should probably do something here. But, you know, to God's blessing, everything turned out great. Evie came out um, 20, 21 inches, 8.5 pounds, something like that. Cool. I held her in my hand. She started crying. My wife was fine. Uh, great recovery. Great hospital staff. The only thing I could complain about... We took the curtain down too soon. I saw blood all over the table and the rags, and I did feel a little squeamish. Um, but after that, no, like I think what you're saying is like seeing your baby for the first time is the uh, greatest moment. Well, did the, you catch? Did you catch Seth? No, the doctor. They didn't doctor offer. Cut. No, okay. they didn't offer. I. Uh, Would you have wanted I, to? I don't know. <laughs> possibly. 
Because because I mean, blood blood doesn't make me squirmish. I know, but you're a Bears fan. Bears fumble a lot, so I just didn't know. Ooh. Like if you were worried, ooh, shots fired. Whoa. Oh, you didn't see that one coming. You're did you? you're, you're messing with me now, Kurt. <sighs> <laughs> he, didn't see, he didn't see that one coming. But anyway, no, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I, no, um, a natural birth, um, it is just amazing it is, to yeah. see that child coming from your wife. So you, you stood there and watched. I watched. Oh, yeah, and then, no. they, then they brought the baby up to me and asked me if I wanted to cut the umbilical. I said, sure. Oh, no, and I, and no. I cut that and then course they naturally lay the baby right on the mother mm-hmm. so they can bond at that moment and See, they, they it was it was do that for us it was i can't explain it was such a cool thing yeah no yeah. i believe that so the baby it came to me like they cleaned it up a little bit wrapped it in like a little and gave it to me in my arms and then once we got i think it was probably because she had a c-section they were right, still closing right, her right, up. Right. And then once they were done, as we were going back, they, they gave her the baby. So that's probably why they didn't give it to her uh, right away like that. But no, Seth, that's what you should be excited for, man. Like, even though mine was ex- was like, like really awful at the beginning because I was alone and everything, the end result was amazing. He had a great time. <laughs> Obviously, you he te- did it twice. You texted so. <laughs> me that night. Yeah, probably. Yeah, you texted me. You said, hey, will you say a prayer? Yeah. She's going into emergency surgery. Yeah, it was like, uh, of yeah, course, it was, man. Yeah, of course. Cool. I think, I think, I think I texted Alan too. I, I texted all my boys. I think Alan called me. He tried, and I was like, "I'm like, oh, you're not gonna understand." <laughs> so, I, for those of you who don't know, my wife will tell you I'm an ugly crier. <laughs> like, there's like, like there's 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 goo everywhere. There's tears. I take the long. <gasps> Breath says between, so like it's just like no, there's no phone call happening here. It, that's it. Um, but uh, but no, like there's things like I'm excited. Like so, I've only been a father for 11 months, but I'm excited about watching her get her first, her you know, walking for the first time. I'm excited about like we go to Sabbath school, so we're at camp meeting right now for you listeners. We talked about it in our last episode about. Uh, coming to camping, so we're here right now, film, uh, recording in, in Seth's trailer. Where it all began. Where it all began. And I'm taking my, my daughter to children's classes now. And I'm looking in the classes, and I'm seeing people, girls and boys that I grew up playing ball with and hanging out with, and they have kids, and we've come full circle. But I'm enjoying it, just being a dad, just doing that, you know. I'm enjoying, I can't wait for her to get a boyfriend for the first time, and I get to scare him away. Like, it's going to be a great moment. <laughs> you, you know, you, you got to look forward to the moments when your kid comes out wearing no clothes and embarrassing you in front of your friends. You know, that's going to be okay. Cause, you know, I still do that to my wife. <laughs> but no, it's, 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 it's going to be great. Evie, she is, uh, so on football Sundays, we watch Red Zone. It's eight hours of uninterrupted football. I lay on the bed. I have my hand on my leg. Evie's right next to me with her hand on my leg. My aunt didn't believe me that she would watch football, but she watches it for six hours with me, and we just sit there. I said, I get my drink. Mommy brings her a bottle, and she's just like that. And my aunt came over, and she picked her up one time in the middle of the game, walked her out of the room, and she started screaming and crying. Brought her right back in, right next to Daddy. Nothing. I was like, don't I, do it. <laughs> I, I taught my boys when um, we were growing up. I'd walk up to them, and I'd say, Hey, what does Chicago Bears say? And they go, Rawr! I said, What does the Green Bay Packers say? <laughs> that what they said. That's it. You can ask oh. them that, and they'd do exactly like that. <laughs> I'm not going to get into any more Bears jokes. <laughs> no, I could. I could. But like, but this is not but, about the Bears or. Yeah, and like everything ball. else in my life, I'm going to be the bigger person here. Well, you, size-wise, you are, so... Well, that, 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 was, that was why I said that. I'm, the, I'm always the bigger person. Plus, but, a, but wait a minute. Foot, I'm a Falcon fan, so... Football we, has we to do with much. Father's Day. That's that's a Father's uh, Day thing, man. Yes and no. Well, yeah. we, that's another thing. We won't get into that here. Um, one more question I have for you guys. Just before... You know, we're getting ready to close here. We've, we've gone for about right. a little bit. Um, but I want... You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start. Give you guys some, some time, but... We're gonna go around the horn here and just maybe share your favorite moment of either being a father, Craig, being a son. You know, just a favorite thing, or maybe your favorite character. Let's do that. Give me your favorite characteristic, Craig, of being a father. Like the one that you love the most. Like if you had a, you know, we talked about superpowers, right? So what is your favorite? As you as a dad, what is your favorite characteristic that you have? 
I know it's hard for you, but just give me a humble brag. You get the brag on yourself, just for a second, but it's a humble brag. So uh, it's okay. Favorite character is spelled me being yeah. a father? Mm -hmm, yeah, of yourself. And then Seth, give me one of what you want to be your favorite character to be when you are a father. Okay. And then I'll give what I'll give one of what um my favorite characteristic. And obviously I don't have much of my favorite characteristic. It's just like being there for Evie. You know, time. Because um, that's what, when you have an 11 month old, that's what you give them. <laughs> All your time. Patience. Uh, my favorite characteristic is just associating with them. There you go. Doing things with them. Uh, man, we went on vacations, mm -hmm. took them places. He was camping at one month old, I think, or mm -hmm. one week old. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I we, we, we didn't do that. Oh, man, we, we didn't let nothing stop us. We said, hey, they're kids, they're humans, they're going. <laughs> there we go. I, I like that. I like, I like uh, well, I'll save it for a second. Go ahead, Seth. Uh, so I think, I think uh, when I become a father, I think the, the, the best characteristic that I have will be patience and and being the ability to understand uh take time and and listen to understand them um i'm i'm very yeah. i'm very excited to watch them throughout their life i will i will say this i'm gonna give you some advice um knowing you and your personality um that you like to be walked on not because you enjoy it, but because I don't I, like to be walked. But you let it happen. It took all of thirty seconds for Evie to have me wrapped around her finger. So like, oh, it's it's gonna happen. Oh, yeah. Don't even fight it. So I have a rule with my wife. So like, as we parent, I get to say no first. Because after that, I'm gonna be a lost cause. So I said, <laughs> let me let me state if we're gonna do a united front, I'll say no, and then you you are for my decision. I said I'll be the first bad parent. I said, but if I. If she asked me a second time, I said, I'm, that's it. I said, we're going to have a pony. <laughs> you know, I said, we're going to go to the grocery store. And she's, gonna be, she's not going to say, Daddy, can I have donuts? She's going to say, Daddy, you know you like donuts. We should probably get some. And I'll be like, that's a great idea. <laughs> let, let, let's get some donuts. And then we're both going to be in trouble with Mommy when we come home. <laughs> you know, but I think that's 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 the thing. It's like, you know, she's got me wrapped around her finger. And, and I love it. I don't mind it. Um, and my wife is great because she... Make sure that it doesn't become an unhealthy, uh, unhealthy item. So, in so in other words, you're saying your wife has to control. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty much. It. I was trying to put it in a different way, but no, that's pretty much it. She now has two children to uh, look after, <laughs> essentially. Well, Craig, I really want to appreciate. I want to thank you for coming on, um, yes. taking uh, your time. No problem. Um, to join us, I, I really enjoyed. Um, the games that we played, because, you know, aside from being fun, I know you guys had fun. It was just nice to watch a real good father-son relationship uh, back and forth. It was nice to hear the, the things that Seth said, um, just affirming how great of a father you were. And some of the things that you said about Seth and how easy it was to be a father for them. Um, but it also goes back to, I think it was something you said earlier, and I just want to highlight it is, you know, so Seth was talking about those dysfunctional families and things like that, you know. And you mentioned that it really starts with a relationship with God, mm -hmm. you know? And mm -hmm. so that's one thing that I really liked what you said is like, so for the, for people that are looking at becoming fathers or dads or, or, or want to be a better one, I would think we would all agree. That's the place to start. Right. Um, what better example than God as to what he would want us to be as, as fathers. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I mean, there, there's going to be times in your life that you're not going to know the answer. You're not going to know what to do. Yeah. And God's the only one that you can turn to to figure out that out. Yeah. It's 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 the truth. No, that's true. And I think one thing like I I, I like about so in like in sales, I work in sales. One of the things that I, I that I always do with my customers, if I don't know the answer, I say I don't know. I'll get back to you. And that's one thing that's going to translate to Evie. Is like I know a lot of guys that their kids ask them something, and they make some answer up, mm -hmm. or they just like oh you know whatever. I'll tell her. I'll be honest. I think transparency, honesty is going to be key in something that I want to do with her is, hey, I don't really know why that happens. You know, mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Um, or, or things like that. But I think that you're a great example to to learn from, aside from a couple things. Um, like Terrible you know, at Family Feud. Fam uh, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It, it was not It was not the best showing. Um, I, no, I, I, I no. <laughs> 
they were logical answers, and so, whoever did the survey, the hundred people, just they're so illogical. Here, so here, I don't know. The answers are pretty logical. <laughs> Scissors, really, really, that's a logical answer. Yeah. No. <laughs> so you have to admit that. I'll be honest. When he, when Seth uh, got sixty six. I didn't think it would be much lower than that. Scissors, scissors. I I'll admit, scissors wasn't very good. But flying, that's a great superpower. Can you imagine flying for an overworked dad? I'd much rather be able to freeze time and get all my work done and not lose. I'm any not time. saying freeze time's a bad one. I'm just saying, like, to be able to, hey, my kids over there, traffic's busy. I'm just gonna fly. Well, listeners, no matter what you decide is the best <laughs> superhero power for the for the dad to have, we appreciate your support. And ties are totally a cliche gift. Man, if we... I should have said, be God. <laughs> there we go. This, this conversation argument will happen off the air, so you guys won't hear this anymore. But if you guys want to support the content that we've been putting out, we've enjoyed making it for you. Mm-hmm. Um, we hope that you've enjoyed listening to it. Uh, there's a couple things you can do. Uh, we will share um, an email address with you guys. It'll be in our bio. So you can just email us questions if you want to reach out to us or things like that. Feel free to do so. But if you really want to show your support, please give us a like and a follow. and Give us a five-star rating. That's going to help us continue to put out good content. And like I said, we, we appreciate it. We hope you enjoyed this, this last episode. We invite you to grab a hammock, sit down, and, and enjoy it. Absolutely. And for all the fathers out there, happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. Greg, you want to say anything? I, so, so I'm saying, I'm saying Craig. Okay, you're saying it, Craig, like I say, Alan. It, 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 is, it is exactly like that. I'm, I'm lazy when I say, it, but I am saying. I'm just not a, saying that K okay. with a much thing, but it is exactly like the Alan. <laughs> I, I, I will say this about Father's Day. Fathers, make sure you do things for Mother's Day. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. For sure. For sure. For sure. All right, guys. We appreciate you. Um, we're going to have some special content coming out this week since Seth and I are here. We're going to interview some different people, uh, and we're going to throw some different things at you um, that we might have, yeah. some of our experiences here. So make sure you tune in for this one, and then the next episode that follows you, you guys are going to be excited. All right. Take it easy. Take it easy.